Hello, this is Ayush from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday the 9th of April and after Maharashtra, Rajasthan now has flagged vaccine shortage and asked for immediate supply of doses. Stating that the vaccines will run out of stock in the state in 2 days, Rajasthan Chief Minister Ashok Gehlot wrote to Prime Minister Narendra Modi requesting for another 30 lakh doses. In a letter to the PM after a virtual meeting with him yesterday, Gehlot said that the state has till April 7th administered nearly 87 lakh doses. Congress leader Rahul Gandhi also wrote to the Prime Minister today with an appeal for universal vaccination. Gandhi said that there was no reason why the government was exporting vaccines and urged the Prime Minister to open up vaccination for everyone who needs it. Assuring people there is no plan to curtail or stop train services, the Indian Railways today clarified that the current rush was normal during the summer season. In a press briefing, Railways Board Chairman Sunil Sharma said there was no cause for alarm and added that more trains were being pressed into service to clear the rush. In the last few days, migrant laborers have been leaving big cities like Delhi and Mumbai as new restrictions are imposed due to COVID-19. India reported 132,000 COVID-19 cases and 780 deaths till this morning. The country's caseload included 9,80,000 active cases and 1,68,000 deaths. Due to the recent spike in COVID-19 cases, Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal today suspended all classes in both government and private schools till further orders. Kejriwal made the announcement through a tweet. Schools in Delhi were permitted to reopen in January for class 10th and class 12 students for their final leg of board examination preparation like practical and project work. In February, class 9 and 11 students were also permitted to return to prepare for and write their final examinations. However, even this limited reopening was gradually rolled back as the new academic session began. Meanwhile, today Himachal Pradesh ordered closure of schools and colleges till April 21st. while Tripura has suspended teaching for classes 1st and 2nd Chhattisgarh board has deferred class 10th exams Prince Philip the husband of Queen Elizabeth II and the longest serving royal consort in British history died today aged 99 the death of the duke of edinburgh is a loss for the 94 year old monarch who once described him as a strength and stay all these years the outspoken former navy commander devoted much of his life as the queen's husband to charity work but was notorious for numerous gaffes many deemed downright offensive he was admitted to hospital on february 16th and went home after a month during which he was treated for pre-existing heart condition and an infection announcing his passing bbc television played the national anthem over a picture of philip in his prime dressed in military dress uniform flags were lowered to half mast on royal and government buildings and a notice announcing his death pinned to the gates of buckingham palace outside 10 downing street Prime Minister Boris Johnson thanked the Duke of Edinburgh for his extraordinary life and work. Philip retired from public duties in 2017 at the age of 96. His death came just months before his 100th birthday in June, an event typically marked in Britain for a congratulatory message from the Queen, who is now Britain's longest-serving monarch. The couple, who celebrated their 73rd wedding anniversary in November, had been living largely in isolation at Windsor Castle, west of London, because their advanced age put them at heightened risk from covid-19 philip and the queen received their first vaccinations against the virus in january calling her statements against the central paramilitary forces completely false and provocative 
the Election Commission today issued a notice to West Bengal Chief Minister Mamta Banerjee and asked her to explain her stand on the same before 11 a.m. Saturday. If Banerjee fails to explain herself, action would be taken against her for violating the Model Code of Conduct, as well as Sections 186, 189 and 505 of the Indian Penal Code. However, as after the notice, an undeterred Mamta Banerjee said that she will continue speaking about CRPF's interference till it stops working for BJP. She also questioned the EC for not flagging Prime Minister Narendra Modi for campaigning in Bengal on polling days and violating election code of conduct. Banerjee added that she will salute the force once it stops working for the BJP and that she did not care about EC's show cause letters. Banerjee also accused the forces of committing atrocities on villagers and harassing women. In a strongly worded notice, the poll body deemed statements made by the TMC Supremo on March 28th and April 7th as an attempt to berate and vilify central paramilitary forces during the electoral process. This is EC's second notice to Mamta Banerjee during the assembly polls in the state. On April 7th, Banerjee was served a notice for violating the model code of conduct for her appeal to minority voters not to divide their votes between different political parties. The Delhi police has summoned Dasna Devi Temple's head priest, Yati Narsinghanan Saraswati, days after lodging an FIR against him for allegedly hurting religious sentiments with his remarks on the Prophet during a press conference in Delhi's Press Club of India. The FIR is lodged at Parliament Street Police Station. Last week, AAP MLA Amanatullah Khan had also filed a complaint at Jamia Nagar Police Station against Saraswati, asking the police to take legal action against him. In a video of the event, held at the Press Club of India on April 1st, Saraswati can be heard using disparaging words against Islam and the Prophet. DCP of the New Delhi District, Dr. Ish Singhal, said that the police have issued notice to Narsinghanand, asking him to join the investigation. Saraswati's temple in Ghaziabad was in news last month when a 14-year-old boy who went inside to have water was brutally assaulted by a man who did seva there. While the man was arrested, Saraswati had said he supported his actions. In his complaint, Khan said he came to know about the incident after he found a viral video on social media calling the priest's words uncouth and below the standards of being repeated. By the way, this press conference is not the only thing that brings the press club in the news this month. Tomorrow, the club will hold one of its most contentious elections in recent history. Two groups of 21 journalists each are contesting to run an institution that many say is fast losing its prestige. Last week, Basant and I spent three days at the club to study the campaigns firsthand, and we found that journalists love imitation politics. When power over an important institution is at stake, they mimic the politicians they so often cover. Our story on fear and loathing at the press club is on our website. It's titled, The Journalist as Neta, Inside the Heady World of Press Club Politics. You can read it on newslaundry.com. If you like our reportage on the media, please do consider subscribing to News Laundry. You can do so by heading over to the website and clicking on the red subscribe button on the top right-hand corner. Our cheapest subscription costs only 300 rupees a month. So please extend your support to independent media and pay to keep news free. The Jharkhand High Court today deferred by a week the hearing in bail petition of jail former Bihar Chief Minister Lalu Prasad Yadav in a fodder scam case. The bail prayer in the Dumka Treasury case was postponed for April 16th by Justice Aparesh Kumar Singh after the CBI sought time to file its reply on the matter. Lalu Prasad Yadav's lawyer, Kapil Sibyl, appeared through video conferencing and argued that the Central Probe Agency was deliberately delaying the matter as it wanted to keep its client in the jail due to political reasons. Accepting the CBI counsel's plea for more time, 
the court directed it to submit its counter affidavit on the matter in the next three days and put the matter for hearing on April 16th. The case relates to illegal withdrawal of 3.13 crore rupees from the Dumga Treasury in the 90s in Bihar. Lalu Prasad Yadav continues to remain in jail pending bail in the Dumka Treasury case. He has already acquired bail in three other cases of the multi-crore rupees for the scam. Yadav is presently recuperating at Ames in Delhi, where he was airlifted in January last. Counsel Devashi Mandal has filed Lalu Prasad Yadav's bail application in the High Court, saying that the RJD chief has completed half of the sentence in the case, so he should be allowed bail. The plea also cited poor health condition of the RJD leader. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.